Welcome to Cancelled. Uh, if you manage to stay awake through episodes 15 and 16 <laughs> of Studio 60, then we're the place to be. Uh, with the, as always, Kath Barbadoro. Hi. Uh, okay. Uh, before we get into <laughs> Before we get right into this, these two episodes, did you see that Dear Fat People video or whatever it was called? Yeah, I did. I have, I've only seen like a couple seconds. Yeah, you get the idea. Yeah, I kind of figure like, I'm just a, like, how did anyone get past how unfunny it is to get to the offensive? Like, I don't, yeah. like, it, I'm so offended as a comedian and not as a fat person. Right. Like, that's the thing is like her... And she said she even says I watched her like rebuttal video because I loved I live to hate watch like sure. I love especially on YouTube I love like a train wreck I love I watch a lot of the like beauty ones but only the ones that are terrible at makeup like I will <laughs> fucking love it see it's so funny to me I didn't even know that that was a thing I oh, think yeah. until I talked to you that there's like just whole things on the internet with like millions of subscribers yeah are just putting on people makeup. putting on makeup it's great but anyway so I watched it and like she calls her YouTube videos stand up. Routines. No, she calls them that. No, She's she like, can't. Do I don't that, know right? why people are getting offended. It's just like a stand-up routine. No, it's no, not. It's not. It's There's not. no audience. You're not telling jokes. Like, yeah, it's, you're edited. You're just There's editing involved. Yeah, like, yeah, it's horrific. Yeah, um, and yeah, it's uh, she's a nightmare. But yeah, I feel like I'm offended more on behalf of comedy than on behalf. Yeah, of I'm fat not even people. offended as fat. Like. Yeah, because it's just be, dumb. It's dumb. And also, yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of maybe there should be some shame attached to being fat. Not shame, <laughs> but like... You let's should not know pre- it's not good that's for not you. That's not good. That's yeah. my point. Let's, yeah. re- let's not pretend like, oh, it's awesome to be fat. It's not great. My right. back hurts it's, all the time. You, but like... <laughs> but, but at the same time, like, maybe make it funny at least. Like, at least. At least. That's all we're asking for. Yeah, yeah. no, she was ridiculous. Yeah, okay, well, that's good. Uh, I just, I literally heard like two seconds of it on something I was listening to right before you walked in the door. And I was like, oh, that's what this is. I hadn't gotten around yeah. to it yet. And then I heard like two seconds. I was like, oh, this is like, this is just, it's like, uh, what was her, what's her name? Tay Allen? Is it Tay? It's a little like Tay Allen. Yeah. At least she got <laughs> on stage. I'll it, give her credit. With yeah. Tay Allen got on stage. Tay Allen, honestly, she's like a good fucking sport. Like yeah. this girl thinks she's amazing and like <laughs> has never told a joke. Like, she's, All right. There was yeah. no reason for me to anyway. shit on that poor Tay Allen. Like, I don't even know her. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get into this horseshit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> episodes 15 and 16. What did you think? Yeah, I'm done. I'm checked out of this fucking show. <laughs> I'm so glad we only have three of these left. It was so... They were just... At least the ones that have been bad have been somewhat spectacularly bad. Like, yeah. they're bad in such a way that it's kind of infuriating so I can I can enjoy it on these that These are level. just like... I have trouble boring. following it because yeah. bored. I'm bored. And, like, it feels like they're just throwing everything at the wall and seeing what sticks. 100%. There's a lot of plots, but none of them are interesting. No, none That's, of I them. feel like it is like they're just... At this point, it's none of the characters are likable at all anymore. Yeah. And like, so it's like, well, we're stuck with all these plots with all these characters we don't like. <laughs> like ugh. episode fifteen uh, has so much going on that it should be an int- like it's a, there's flashbacks. Yeah, and he's on pills and like yeah. there's all the shit happening. And I don't like 
I, none of it is interesting. Like, yeah, I, I, there's a, he hallucinates an entire like person, a person, yeah. but like, and that, and they're in a flashback, and it's like they're in multiple flashbacks. It, that person's all over the place. It's so I'm I'm so confused at what it is all supposed to mean, and I don't know if that's just because I got bored and kind of stopped paying attention, or if it's just <laughs> no. like it doesn't mean it fucking just, anything. None of it makes sense. It's it, th- and this one to me really does feel like it's like well we need to get these characters out of this place because we're all fucking bored of them. Yeah, Let's yeah. do something. I know a flashback. Right, right, Like, right. that's... And even that... Also, I love... There's so much good you, stuff in the flashback you with, love like... how much, like... Like, are you gonna... Are you talking about, like, how they establish the past? Because that's my favorite shit There's a episode. lot of great stuff. There's two ways that they establish it's the past, and both of them are perfect. <laughs> One of them is with a million dated references to 1999. It literally opens with a shot of a TV talking about Y2K. <laughs> so good! That's how it opens. Yeah. And then my other favorite part is how they establish that um, uh, he's younger now, which is by putting him in a backwards baseball cap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks, he's young in the way that, like, if you were going to, like, eh, sport and tussle a kid's yeah. hair, like, that's what he looks like in his stupid little sweatshirt. Yeah, it's uh-huh. so it's Matthew Perry in a uh, fucking backwards baseball cap and, like, a hoodie, yeah. and he's, like, sitting on the ground in the writer's room because he hasn't earned a desk yet. <laughs> yeah. And it's just so silly. Uh, and then also the, like, literally, so it's Stephen Tobolowsky wasted yes. wasted. Wait, hugely. I love him. He's the best. Yeah. Wasted huge. The saddest shit I ever saw. So I was at NACA. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is for the people that don't know a, a convention where colleges book acts. So, mm-hmm. and when I say acts, I mean fucking anything. It's like comics and magicians and snakes. Literally, really? just just like giant snakes. Come book a giant snake. That's awesome. Uh, so, one of the people you could book to come to your college was Stephen Tobolowski. And oh. it was he's just sitting like he's sitting there and like you're you're on a convention floor and all these like in booths and yeah. people come around and they take your information or whatever. And uh, he's got a good sizable line of people and he's like. Being awesome because he's Stephen Tobolowski, and then like they announced that the situation from fucking Jersey, Jersey Shore <laughs> is going to be a signing or whatever, and the whole floor just ru- like sprints. Uh, also, like I don't even like this was like two years ago. The yeah. show wasn't even popular anymore. <laughs> just sprints away That's from grim. all of us. It was very grim. It was <laughs> that whole situation is pretty fucking grim to be honest with you. But, uh, but yeah, so like Stephen Tobolowski's like in charge of the writing or the writers on some yeah, level. Yeah, he's uh, at the he's the old head writer, I guess. I guess under- because. But he's answering to somebody else, Wes. Wes, uh, who's the guy from the begin, like who got fired in the first episode. Yeah, I, I think he's like the Bradley Whitford, and then Stephen Tobolowski is like the Matthew Matt. Perry. That makes sense. I think. I, yeah, who knows? They don't really explain it. But he sits down. He's like, "All right, we got a lot of stuff going on. Heidi Fleiss is getting yeah. out of jail. <laughs> Fucking uh, uh, Bill Clinton did something. Like he just yeah. Goes through, like, and they're nine. like, we got in sync on the show. Like <laughs> even like they're talking about the guests, and the yeah, guests yeah, are yeah, super yeah. dated. It's like yeah, Tara yeah. Reid. Gen- no, it, it was Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer and Love Hewitt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do everything they can to establish that it is 1999. I I thoroughly enjoyed that. to be fair, makes sense because it is sort of hard to tell from shot to shot because they don't shoot it differently. It's not lit differently. It's exactly the same space. It's exactly the same space because it's supposed to be the studio, which I understand, but like... They, it's and they switched between flashbacks to present really quickly, and then at the end you find out it's because Matthew Perry is high. <laughs> He's on <laughs> so pills he, he, that yeah, Selena well, he, gave him. He, he takes pills in the beginning. Yeah, like uh, at the end of the last episode when he gets mad, right? Isn't that where the pills start? Right. And he, okay. And then he takes yeah. pills at the beginning of this episode, like right before it goes to credits. He takes some pills. Because he has a flashback in the very beginning where he's like he, this guy Tim Bala, uh, 
Batali. Yeah. I can't think of Mario Batali. Tim Batali. Uh-huh. Tim Batali gets fired Which, by Wes because they found he was taking pills. And it's like, oh, fuck. Matt Tim Batali. Anagram. Matt Albee. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even get that. Yeah. Oh, that's the fuck worst. this show. That is the worst Fight Club horseshit I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. Isn't that I awful? I did not even pick up on it. That's yeah. so bad. Fucking terrible. Um, so he like he gets fired for taking pills in this flashback, and then like Matthew Perry takes pills, and then it goes to the serious Studio 60 music. Did you yeah. catch that? That <laughs> yeah. was an incredible. It's like, it's like real dark, yeah. which I fucking hate when TV shows <laughs> do like try to change the theme to not you can change your theme song but don't do it to match the story yeah you ever watch Sons of Anarchy oh my god yeah the Irish up Sons of Anarchy theme yeah. is the worst that theme is already terrible to be honest with that you. show is honestly oh, it's not great but I kind of I like it's, it well it is it's like junk food but like if yeah, you really if you really think about that show it's fucking really bad oh like it's yeah so for bad. sure but like I will say Season, not even season one so much. Season two, I thought was really good with the Nazis. Yeah. It's like fun, schlock, whatever. Uh, as shitty as that theme is, I kind of like when they go to Ireland. <laughs> and then the rest of that show is the worst. And the end, I'm going to spoil it. I don't give a fuck. When he gets the, he dies at the end of the last episode, mm-hmm. and you get that fucking terrible, like, on the wing of a crow song, or whatever <laughs> that horse shit was. Oh, that made me so mad. Anyway, we're not even, that's how boring this fucking episode yeah, is. No, we're just talking about other TV There's series. nothing to talk about. It um, sucks. There's flashbacks. Uh, we get a lot of flashbacks to him. And Harriet. And that's kind of what it's supposed to be like because he yes. just broke up with Harriet in the previous episode. So we get them meeting. And I like if if their relationship worked at all, this might be interesting. Yeah. But they're just a mess and shouldn't be together. So I yeah. don't care. Uh, and then like he like uh, what's funny to me is, though, that he from jump is just shoving horrible Christian bullshit sketches down her throat. Yeah. The moment they meet, he's like, I got this great idea. Christians are fucking stupid. Angels or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, but I am Christian. And so, oh, fucking shocker. Yeah. Uh, and they just spend the whole time arguing about whether angels are real. <laughs> and uh, so then Tim Batali is also trying to get Harriet's attention. Right. With his... Oh, no, not Tim Batali. Oh, no. Tim Batali. It's, it's Luke. It's Luke. That's yeah. Luke. Tim Batali is the guy who gets with the pills. Tim yeah, yeah. I remember with the pills luke who is the like her like i guess she's gonna go be with him yeah whatever. he's the director of the rolling stones so movie. yeah yeah around who by the way have they mentioned at all that he used to work on this show no this <laughs> is the first time but he's like used to be like matt's friend yeah and co-writer and like that hasn't been mentioned until this moment yeah all that we knew about him was that he dated her yeah her, but we didn't know he was like in this was same, a yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that they were competing for her attention, which Ugh. again, fuck this fucking plotline where it's like dudes are only <laughs> writing shit to to win favor with a lady, like, yeah. uh-huh. but that's gonna be forever. Yeah. Um, also, I do kind of like that. Like, if this was a good show. They would have shown, like, he'd have been pitching good sketches now. And then when they go back, yeah. he'd be pitching kind of shittier sketches. Because he's yeah. young and doesn't know what he's doing. He hasn't learned and he's to show progress. Right. The sketches he's pitching could be easy, could be on fucking Either Studio way. 60 this week. Yep. They're the same terrible horse shit. Uh, there's the, the big sketch that she's so excited to be a part of is 
bad singer teacher. It's the wor- world's worst singing teacher. That's yeah. how it's explained. <laughs> yeah. I do feel like every sketch on the show is like the world something is something. <laughs> like it's a fucking sideshow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and that's and the, and the way that they write it is like that's it. That's the idea. Like that's one joke. Like that's yeah. not even a joke. But what's so funny is they pull like he comes up with an idea for some dumb thing about her falling. I don't even remember what the sketch is. But she, he comes up with some stupid idea of like you're a, a acting teacher. Yeah. Or something. And like, but your only success was something, whatever. It's, it's she's like, is it's the one, is that the one? No, no, no. There's the other sketch too, again, establishing time where it's like, you're the World Cup lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, yeah, every yeah, time yeah. your girl, student gets a teacher play- right, you take your shirt off. Right, like, like a soccer player woman. And she goes like, but that's one joke. What happens after that? Rightfully says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just flat out says it. And he's like, oh, I guess it would never make it on air. You're right. I'm sorry. I brought it to you. But that's the whole rest of like. That could be any other are, sketch. They are still fucking making bad singing teacher sketches yeah. now. Yeah, in, in the present day. In the present day, the, the episode they're working on has one of those. And Luke's like, I don't write that anymore. You really take it over the helm of that awesome sketch. Yeah. Fucking ugh. Uh, my favorite part of this episode is that there's another Dusty D reference. There Dusty is. D comes there back is. Up. That makes me very happy. Uh, uh, Brad- <laughs> and there's a very, like, that phone call oh, boy. is, whoo boy, oh, that boy. is some rough, so, rough Amanda- stuff. So Amanda Pete and Bradley Whitford are like, I mean, Bradley Whitford's barely in this episode. He's just yeah. kind of around. But uh, Amanda. Uh, Man, and I, like, I love him on the West Wing. I think sure. he's so great. Yeah, yeah. And I. Could I? I didn't think anything could make me do such a hard one eighty on Bradley Whitford. <laughs> well, they're just writing him into the worst. His shit in the next episode, we'll get Ugh. to it. But sweet Jesus! Yeah. But uh, so like, but they're just an obnoxious couple. Like they're terrible. Yeah. And uh, at one point, he's like, uh, k- "Kiss me" or whatever in his office, and she's like, "We can't. We have got eye lines from this way, this way, and this way." There's like, sp- they can't see us if we're under your desk. But it's so stupid. Yeah. But uh. She's getting into it with the head of alternative programming right. over this fucking uh, Dusty D. Dusty D. <laughs> uh, the, the the reality show where people make amends or whatever. Dusty D's well, I guess the guy Dusty D shot his grandmother is like wants him. That's convinced him to pull out of the show because like you're being exploited. And that was the only moment where like Bradley Whitford was like, "Well, he is being exploited." I'm yeah. Like, yeah, fucking a goddamn. They're 100 <laughs> right. Uh, but they're like, if we don't do this, then we're gonna have to go with the. Uh, the 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 girl, the model, the porn star who was molested by her swim coach. Like, that'll be the replacement story for the yeah. Dusty D story. And gross ass Bradley Whitford is like, all right, now you're talking. Like he's yeah. fucking like, oh, Ugh. sexy molestation stuff. It's so fucking gross. Uh, but then there's that moment where like you find out, like I guess we're supposed to be like corporate intrigue with yeah with, with amanda pete and the there's blonde so, yeah and she like didn't tell amanda pete that he they were backing out right. and she finds out because he she says she thought about it after church and it's like oh she only goes to church on sunday. sunday that was a week like it's so fucking dumb uh and i guess the blonde like should like wanted to have the sex the molestation sexy story molesting story it's easier to sell or some poor shit i don't it's so annoying but then okay, okay another flashback moment we meet Simon, Dale Hughley. Yeah. And it's like his, like everybody's being introduced to the show. It's Harriet's first day. Yeah. Matt's obviously been there before, but it's Harriet's first day. Simon's there for an audition Mm -hmm. where he's been waiting for six hours. (laughs) He's supposed to be at two. It's like eight o'clock. And he's like, why am I been waiting here for six hours? And Matt, uh, Matthew Perry's like, oh, Wes likes to mess with people he thinks is good. Wes is a, a dick yeah like, what is that I, you leave after like an hour yeah maybe 
Like you're pissed, not... you're pissed in a half an hour, and an hour you leave. Yeah, six hours. That's not like fun messing with no, people. No, you're just a, you're, you're not a... getting any joy out of that. You're just being an asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't understand. And like Simon's like, he like respects some... it. No, I, my phone made a noise. <laughs> uh, yeah, he like oh good move, and then he wants uh, he wants Simon to look over his sketch or what some bullshit because he saw him in a play at Yale. God, that's a... anyway. <laughs> this episode... Also, I would like to know. What are these pills? Yeah. He's just sort of on pills. Right. But they never say what the pills the, are. Well, then there's the lady that, like... The singer The lady. singer lady who... And she's just, like, a happy, open drug addict, apparently. <laughs> so, the, so the musical guest... There's another callback to the White Stripes canceling. Yes. The White Stripes uh, have canceled, canceled again. again. And the musical guest is some... Uh, she even says, like, I think it's cool you guys booked an unknown. Yeah. Or whatever. And there's there's a moment where he's like she like Matthew Perry's watching her sing like during rehearsal, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Is she serious with these lyrics? Did you catch the lyrics at all? Because I did not. No, yeah, and I was. They talk about them, back. yeah, a bunch, and of times. they about how they're about being sad or yeah, something, yeah, yeah, like because she's a dark soul. It's so I again just more plot that doesn't lead anywhere or matter. Right. So he goes he goes into her dressing room to talk to her about something. Who mm. knows. Uh, and like halfway through the conversation, she's like, "Oh, here, carry these with you." And their eye drops, and he's like, "Oh, I was in the control room or whatever." And she's like, "No, you're high as as, as a kite right now. It's cool. Your your pupils dilated. Just use these. It's fine." God, I love schedule. She literally says, "I love schedule two narcotics." Yeah, yeah. What fucking arrowhead over with here? A fucking yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that fucking. You ever fucking go to that website when you're like a dumb kid? Yeah. You're like, how can I do cool shit with weed? <laughs> the worst fucking website on the planet oh yeah how uh, can i do cool shit with weed <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah i don't want to smoke it's weed for, you gotta be other shit I can it's do with for it. like drug nerds yeah, yeah like yeah. It's like, i found this pill yeah what, what kind of pill is it or whatever it's the worst website <laughs> um but she's like yeah she's just like yeah fucking i love schedule two narcotics uh and then she goes off about how like i'll you know i'll have a dream and i'll swear it was real or yeah. whatever and then she looks at Matthew Perry. She's like, "Here, take these." And he's like, "What are those?" And she's like, "You know what they are." No, no one knows what Why? they are. They're just pills. Yeah, the, the laziest writing in the world. I, I, like, at I, least give him a specific drug at problem. At least on that Fresh Prince episode where Carlton takes Will's <laughs> speed and overdoses, they had to send the decency to call it speed. Like, at least they make up what the drug is. It's yeah. not just pills. Yeah, it's just pills. And you're supposed. To, she's like, take him with a glass of wine, which she already knows he's high. <laughs> and she doesn't know what he's high on. And she's like, here, take some pills. Like, who, no one. Who yeah, is this shitty, woman? Shitty drug dealers are these. Is this woman? Yeah. yeah it was but really just yeah, terrible. it's just like a weird. It's definitely TV drug use. For I'd also sure. like to say, apparently, in the flashbacks, there were like thirty writers on staff. Yeah. There are four now. Yeah. There are, there's Matt Perry, Darius, British Chick, Kids in the Hall. Yeah. That's the entire That's writing staff. And apparently, he write, he's still writing all the sketches. Yeah. He's getting pitches from them, and then he's writing, because he keeps saying, like, if they pitch me something good, I'd have something to write. Yeah. So, like, he's still, he's just taking their ideas and then writing them, I guess. Yeah. This show is such a fucking sloppy mess at this point. <laughs> uh, I feel like this show is starting to have, like... If you can, de- I, I still I'm holding out a little bit of hope because I feel like this show is like if 
you condensed all of West Wing into one season. It's following the trajectory the trajectory of that show across its season. Yeah, interesting. So like it was kind of good for a while, and yeah. then it like goes downhill, then it really bottoms out at that like season five or six yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm still like where it gets real relationshipy and shit, mm-hmm. which is what's happening now. right now. So, so like, maybe, maybe they'll bring it. Maybe we can come back and bring it out of the nosedive eventually. Show up for some reason. That'd be <laughs> yeah. fucking great. Oh god, I'd love that. I would love it the most. Yeah, um, like also there's a tie in in the next episode to West Wing. With the lawyer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say about this episode Um, 15? Just, like, also, this whole thing is happening. And, again, this was, like, potential or something where, like, the present day, it's, the episode is called The Friday Night Slaughter, and, which, and and they're, like, (laughs) at the beginning, Harriet gives, like, a little speech to the audience about, like, so what's happening now? Like, she's a tour guide for the show. (laughs) Like, now we're going to go back, and Matt's going to figure out what sketches are going to make the the performance after the dress. Right. it's called the friday night slaughter and then everyone <laughs> applauds like it's so fucking weird yeah 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 so like so he's trying to figure out which sketches to cut and then like so that's the present day plot did we cut out the whole part with fat guy yeah and so Cordry? fat guy and nate cordry like have a sketch that they want Something on about the metric system it's it's unclear what it was yeah, other yeah, than yeah. that it didn't work other than that yeah other than it didn't work and it made the cut that's yeah. the only things I need to know about it. <laughs> yeah. They mentioned multiple times how bad it was and overacted. They've been trying to get it on for like six weeks. Yeah. And then finally, it at the, made the end of the episode, it's like, ah, oh, you're in there. Work on your Canadian accent or whatever fuck it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a line where fucking uh, Kids in the Hall is like, uh, like when uh, when I was here back in the day, if you bombed your show, if you didn't work, if you didn't land your jokes, you had to go downstairs yeah. naked and sell lemonade. lemon drinks. Lemon, lemon he drinks. says not lemon even, drinks. Not even lemonade, <laughs> which is I, I feel like maybe just a Canadian. It might be, yeah. And sell lemon drinks. That sounds like it would be a kids in the hall sketch. Like audience members. Yeah. It's like no, that never happened. You'd be fired immediately. Yeah. You can't just walk around naked <laughs> with uh, food with, selling drinks. It just made no sense. Uh, there is also a a sweet moment between kids in the hall and Matt Perry where he's like, "If I don't like anyone, but if you ever want to talk, you can talk to me." And then yeah. it's just like, "That's gone." Yeah. He doesn't does not talk to him. And then I guess my main question about this is like, who is what is the cautionary tale? F- guy that he's hallucinating like what is that for so the guy that he hallucinates is it's him but in his flashback what it is is the guy gets fired for taking pills on the job and yeah and then matt perry gets his office and then he comes back and tries to write his way back in and he doesn't and that's it and he Matthew Perry finds out he's not real by looking at a staff photo <laughs> where he's wearing the clothes well, say, that Tim Vitale was wearing. He keeps saying the whole time, like, you, Tim, he's, telling, he's going to all the people backstage, going to Bradley Whitford, Tim yeah. Buffett. Don't you remember Tim Vitale who's got fired for taking pills? He, he, a whole year he wore a blue shirt and khaki pants. And I was like, that's what he was wearing in the flashback the few times yeah. we saw him. But that's the laziest way to get around a fucking costume change I've yeah. ever heard of in my life. Why would this guy be wearing the same clothes for a year? <laughs> that's Did really Matthew funny. Perry? Is that what we're supposed to? Are we supposed to believe that when Matthew <laughs> Perry was a writer, he only wore a, a blue, blue shirt, shirt and khaki pants? Uh, he didn't. He wore a backward baseball cap and yeah. a hoodie and a t-shirt. Yeah, uh, it's so strange. Yeah. I just don't know like what the point of any of it is. It's yeah, pointless. It, it, it make this episode sense. is extremely pointless, as is the next one, I feel. The next one might be more pointless, but slightly better. And slightly better. And, and because at least it's, like, more bad. Like, it's, like, more actively stupid. Yeah. Um, 
episode, all right, we're going to the next episode. Matthew Perry's just not on pills anymore, apparently. Yep, just, like, that shit's done. He's okay now. Oh. Although he's not writing well, is right. the thing. He's not writing well because he broke up with Harriet. Yeah. Who they weren't going at, whatever. Yeah. Uh, first off, the episode starts with, like, Bradley Whitford being spoken to by some attorney because yep. they're being sued for sexual harassment. But it was, like, before... This all happened before Bradley Whitford and Matthew Perry came back uh, to when they weren't there. Yeah. During the time of the show where yeah, yeah. they weren't there. The first line I have is, I can't wait to hear Aaron Sorkin's nuanced take on sexual harassment. Yep. Uh, which, it's exactly what you think it is. Sure would which be. Which is like, it's 90%, oh, just be one of the guys. This is a writer's room. This is what we do. Followed by a, a dash of men saving the day. Yeah. Uh, it's It's... I don't understand. It, it, it there's. Fuck it. Let's just get into it because there's. I don't want to tell everything out of order. But that lawyer character, for starters, this is just a rehashing of the reporter character that already happened. Christine Lottie in the beginning. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. Same exact. It's pretty device. much the same. It's the same exact device. Yeah. It's having her around. She. They don't want her there, but she's already gotten permission from the fucking network or whatever. Yeah. She's just there to like elicit answers from Matthew Perry about to his get relationship. Exposition. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the cheapest fucking thing in the world. And you can tell that she barely matters because she goes from being a sexual harassment lawyer to just being like kind of drunk. Yeah. On yeah. Matthew they Perry. just, <laughs> they just get drunk together and then he gives her her number. He yeah, gives him her gives, number. She gives him her number. Yeah. She's like, yeah, call me sometime. Yeah. It's like, what are you investigating lady? Like, what the fuck sense. are you doing? Um, so we got like a couple storylines going on in this episode. There's that going on. So she's following Matthew Perry around. Uh, she wants to see the writer's room or whatever, which is now only four people. Yeah. Uh, you've got Amanda. Ugh. This storyline is straight up from a fucking Disney Channel show. It's fucking Saved by the Bell yeah. or Boy Meets World or yeah. any thousands of shitty teens. For like, children. Yeah, yeah. Shows for children <laughs> for use absolute this. Absolute children. So what it is is that Amanda Pete has bought a robot baby that cries and you need to take care of it like it's a real baby. No, like her life don't. is a fucking home ec class. Yeah, yeah. She's the fucking head of a network. Head of a network. But she's just carrying around a bag of flour. Like she's like, like yeah. But also, can I add to this fact? You don't have to take care of that baby. No. When the baby's first introduced, like they're in Matt at Bradley Whitford's office and you hear just crying. And then she pulls the thing out of her bag, points her remote at it. And yeah. It's like, it's a real care baby, $600 or whatever. Yeah. So you can just keep it in your bag till it starts crying. You can't do that with a real baby. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like, pretty I don't sure. know the rules about babies. But I'm pretty <laughs> that seems like it might be one. High on the list is you can't keep it at the bottom of your purse. <laughs> uh, so she's like, and he's going like, oh, that's insane. What yeah. What are you doing? Uh, so she bets him like, 100 bucks. you can't take care of it for the rest of the night. She won't go home. I don't understand what's happening. Like she's she's perfectly willing to sleep on the couch. Yeah, she's she going to, go to sleep. Home and go to sleep. I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. Also, can I say that I feel like she got super pregnant really like, quickly overnight. Yeah. Like I feel like the last the not episode fifteen, but episode fourteen and thirteen, she was not. She was me. not pregnant. Yeah. And but I feel like they had to do it because <laughs> I remember in the last episode or the last two episodes that we watched, Bradley Whitford was like, "You're the size of a minivan," and it's like she's no, not, not pregnant yet. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you wrote this before you did the fucking costume design because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you haven't even given her like a fake belly yet. Yeah. And now she's like gigantic. She's gigantic, pregnant, and she like, like can't move. Her small yeah. back the whole time. Like <laughs> the classic pregnant stance. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. 
so he has to take care of this fucking baby the whole time. Uh, yeah, so she, yeah, so he takes care of it while she's asleep, and hijinks, hijinks do ensue. Of uh, don't you people, you have a network to run and a show to produce. You don't have time with, to be with your real care baby. Can I also add, and I think this is how I said in the previous episode, but it doesn't matter. Her title, as said in, I think it's 15, but maybe it's this one. I'm pretty sure it's 15. Her title is President of West Coast Entertainment. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, what? What is that? That's not a, like, you're a national You're a national, network. yeah, you don't have local. What's, yeah, that doesn't make a You have your sense. national shows and you have your affiliates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have you're West NBC, Coast. Yeah, there's aren't shows on NBC that are only shown in California. Yeah. That are just made by NBC. Yeah. That's not how this fucking works. And if there were, they sure as shit wouldn't be Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. Uh, tell, I, I don't understand how whoever wrote this doesn't know how television work when you're on television. It's fucking Aaron Sorkin. He should know what people's titles <laughs> God are. Damn it. Um, I think he's just stopped fucking trying at this point. I don't point. even know if he's involved in this. At this yeah. Point. I should check the credits. I know it's definitely not directed by him. Yeah. This one I think he's checked name. out. I don't remember. Like, yeah, I could be just pissed that it's not doing well. Because, like, I mean, the continuity, there's... The continuity is not there at all. Like we said, like last episode, that guy who's directing the Rolling Stones movie is suddenly a writer on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, we we just found out a few episodes ago that Matthew Perry and Sarah Paulson were dating up until a few weeks before the first right, episode. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all this stuff that they're like retconning in that I feel like is just no one gives a shit anymore. I guess that's her title now. <laughs> you know what the problem is with these episodes? No Stephen Weber. Yeah, that's 100%. what it is. No Timothy Busfield, no Stephen Weber. You're absolutely right. And may I add that that was literally the only interesting storyline going into these two episodes. Yeah, was and the they're FCC. gone. And one of the bigger storylines. Yeah, it was like the the fate of the network and the company rests on his shoulders. Storyline's over with. Um, Sarah Paulson is making the the Beatles movie, uh, and apparently now like she's just like. Dumb girl? I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. Like, she... she all right, So, she's super into the... So, the scene that they're shooting is she, like, kind of convinces this kid to play Russian roulette, and then he shoots himself. Yeah. And then she's really upset, because I guess in real life, the girl wasn't in the room when he did yeah. it, and they're making it seem like there's no ambiguity to whether she's guilty And I guess or she's not. just realizing this as she's shooting the scene, because she stops yeah. the fucking scene <laughs> yeah. to talk about it. In the middle of that, there's a moment where... It, the writing is so inconsistent in this episode because, like, Luke, when it starts, I totally buy his annoyance with her. It's yeah. 100% reasonable. At one point, he's like, like, he's like, we've had three weeks of rehearsals. Yeah. You had a month with the script. Why are, Why are you... you just bringing this up now? We're sure. shooting a major fucking motion picture here. He's perfectly reasonable in that anger. Shortly thereafter, he just, be- like, becomes the biggest prick. Yeah. And it's like on a on the coin flip, like it's. And I get that he's mad because she she eventually tells him like she had this fight with Matthew Perry, yeah, uh, and he was she was so mean to him, and immediately he's just a fucking cunt about it, yeah. And, and it's like I, it's the two separate people write this fucking script because I was kind of with him for a second because like she's being ridiculous, yeah. It, it is like I feel like it goes back to like all of these characters, Matthew Perry and him too, and it comes up again in this episode how possessive he is and how like fucking weird he is about like so we were talking about in the last episode and the last set of episodes where like he realizes it's finally over when she thinks about sleeping <laughs> with, with him yeah, yeah. which is like people think about sleeping with people all the time with that's more not more or less every person you see yeah you have the 
yeah, all right. And then you move on. You like, evaluate. Like, like that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it, just how it, human brains work. Exactly. But that to him is like this huge uh, moment. Yeah, you can't. And yeah, then like with, with him, with Luke, he turns into an asshole as soon as she mentions Matt. Yeah. yeah. And is like a fucking dick about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then meanwhile, Matthew Perry is, this lawyer has given him the evidence of sexual harassment, which is of the writers talking about how they want to fuck Sarah Paulson. Often. And he goes fucking nuts, which that I at least sort of get. I, cause people are reasonably that possessive. Sure. And it was also, they were particularly gross. Yeah. They were being it really was like, crude I want to fuck her it. under the crucifix. Yeah. And yeah. Shit. Like it was gross. That's th- it wasn't just like, I would like to yeah, have yeah, sex yeah, with yeah. that, oh, that pretty lady who I like. Yeah. Like, well, that, I mean, that's never going to be that. <laughs> <laughs> I love, you're very positive about what you think guys talk about fucking what a women. Lady, I would like to have she sex with her. Nice. <laughs> she seems nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah, like I at least sort of get that. But it's just like that's kind of his only motivation to like be into this woman at all is just this dumb possessiveness. Yeah, and it's lame. Yeah, and they, there's a bit of like the idea of like, and it when it comes to like the sexual harassment in general, there is a bit of like. The hostile work environment needs some amount of, like, has to happen a couple times before I'll buy it. Yeah. Or, like, if you don't say anything, then I don't, like, because adults talk like that. Every yeah. job I've ever had, people, that's just how adults interact with each other. Right. And if you go, hey, I don't, I'm not comfortable with this, and people keep doing it, you're a dickhead. Yeah. So there's a little bit of that in this episode where, like, they, like, he goes into the office, has anybody ever been sexually harassed? And they're yeah. like, no, she was fired because she was a terrible writer. And then she, he just repeatedly says to fucking... The Lucy, like, get your sweet ass over there. Yeah, he like really, ass, really puts hammers it on. that home. Yeah, and then she and like the and Sorkin really makes a point of her being like totally fine with it. Yeah, what I thought was gonna happen, and nothing does unless I missed it. I thought there was gonna. There's a moment where Matthew Perry's talking to the PA. Yeah, and he's like, you know, if you were right, and it's right after this. It's right before the lawyer shows up. It's yeah, like the moment before the lawyer shows up. And uh, he's like, you know, if I like, he's she's like trying to lose ten pounds. He's like, what are you talking about? You're perfect. He's like, if I was, and it's mildly funny in a insulting yeah, way, of in like, a jerky way, in a jerky way, where he's like, if I was ten years younger and less successful and not famous and blah yeah. blah blah, I'd really, yeah. Uh, but there was a, but he kind of hits one or two notes like that, and I thought what was going to happen was she was going to be like, hey. I know you're, you might be oblivious to this, but you're, that's not cool. We're yeah. together or whatever. That's right. That's just out the window. She plays it like it's going to happen that way. She plays kind of uncomfortable yeah. in the moment, but then nothing ever happens. It's I just, wonder if that just like got cut or something. Cause that, it I seems feel like, so obviously set up to go Yeah, exactly. And like I feel like that I, – I don't know. Because like, I feel like the point of this from an Aaron Sorkin perspective is like – if you're not cool with it, it's your problem. Yeah, like, for it's sure. It's very much like if you're a mature adult, you can handle people sexually harassing you. Which is like, fuck you, dude. Like, super. And you know that Sorkin's fucking idea. Oh, like, you can yeah. tell. My, like, I lit, my well, first line is. I wrote about, like, I can't wait to hear his nuanced take. And my next line yeah. is, I can smell be one of the boys all over this bullshit. Yeah. Which is what you can tell. It's like, oh, if you this is a boy's world and you got to fucking be one of the boys to live in it. Totally. Which, which one, 
There might be some, like in a comedy room, you have to be able to take a joke for about anything. About anything, for sure. There is a li- there is a, a little merit to that. Taking idea. a joke and saying you want to bend somebody over the fucking baptismal font, <laughs> yeah. Fuck her till she confesses. Yeah, there's, there's a difference. There's a difference between like all of the jokes always being about your ass. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. A bunch of jokes because it's a fucking comedy room. Exactly. And like, yeah, it's just it's so. Gross to me. I forget what I was going to say. Let me oh, think. Um, no, it's okay. Um, hmm. Uh, Simon fucked the girl who... That's the dumbest storyline. Simon oh. gets all nervous because he fucked the, the, the... He thinks he fucked the girl that's suing them. Yeah. And it turns out he fucked some other girl. Yeah. And he's like... It, it, it's so sitcom-y, the writing in that moment where he goes to, like, he goes to confess to the lawyer that, oh, I fucked that girl. And he describes her. And he's like, oh, she's tall. And they all and like, look at each other sh- and, like, mug. Oh, boy. It's like, she's a short blonde. And he's like, then who was the tall redhead? And he's like, Connie. I want to say Connie Britton, but that's just because I have a thing for Connie Britton. <laughs> and they're just like, uh, he's like, Connie, whatever. And he's like, I should call her. Like, that's yeah. your real, like, you're. So and then they just like march out of the room. Yeah, and yeah. at one point he literally says like he doesn't want to go confess because he's gonna get fired. He's like, I'm gonna lose my house. I'm gonna lose my navigator. I love my navigator, which is yeah. kind of shitty. And he's <laughs> like, I tell her what I did, and then I'm doing infomercials for pressing curls. <laughs> they don't they don't have infomercials for, for pressing curls. It's just like they barely have commercials at all for pressing curls, <laughs> let alone half hour fucking infomercials. <laughs> Uh, every time they try to write something black for him, it really fucking it annoys me. Back, yeah, yeah, it, it backfires so fucking, seriously. Oh, so flat. <laughs> Did you remember what you were going to say? No, I don't. No, um, we were talking yeah, it's about fine. boys club stuff. Uh, it's okay. That baby doll story is the Oh, laziest, yeah, we need to get back to that. The laziest fucking horseshit. And at one point, it is literally fucking Disney Channel. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, it's literally. I feel like every every teen sitcom, like I feel like that's the sweet like of Zach and Cody, which I never saw. I don't know I what mean, the age but it's that. Is. Like it's that. Yeah. it must be. Uh, so he leaves the baby with Nate Cordry and and Simon, and then Timothy Busfield shows up with a guillotine, and they cut its head off. Yeah, uh, for of no reason. Like no, there's, yeah, no, there's reason no reason for, for any of it to happen. Have. Exactly. That you s- have, as soon as you see the guillotine, you know what's coming. Like, oh, the baby's going to go in that. Yeah. And it's like, there's, it, that's how lazy a show is. There is no reason they couldn't or, have organically written a reason for that doll to be damaged. Yeah. Right? Because that's all that needs to happen in that scene is the doll needs to get damaged. And he, he drops to it. Freak out. Whatever. Anything. Yeah. They spill coffee on it. But no, we, gotta, we really got to step up what's happening here so we can bring in a guillotine for no reason. They cut the doll's head off and the Timothy Bell feels like, oh, we can fix it or whatever. He's a prop guy. He'll fix it for you. Yeah. And he, t- he comes back. And I, is this supposed to be a prank? I don't know. Cause comes- whatever it is, it's like... It's like actively the opposite of funny. It like <laughs> sucked the air out of the room I was in. He comes back with the doll. He's like, oh, it's all set. It's perfect. Uh, the computer's been reset. She'll never know what happened. And then he gives it to her. He wakes her up. Blah, blah, blah. the whole scene of her. They have a tender, tender moment. moment. And then the baby's like head shoots up and its eyes shoot out. Its eyes are like on springs. Like it's like. Which is not a thing that that doll would have done. None of those parts are already in that doll. Yeah. So they added that to the doll. So is it, was was Timothy Busfield pranking him? Yeah. Also, there's a line when they, when he said, like, like they cut the doll's head off and then Matthew, and then Bradley Whiffer comes in and he's like, oh, what the hell's going on? What did you do? And he's like, oh, we just cut, like, whatever. The doll's head came off. He's like, you don't understand. It's a five, this is like a computer doll. And Timothy (laughs) Busfield goes, 
Oh, that's one of those real care dolls. <laughs> I've heard about those. No, you From haven't. Who? What the fuck are you talking about? From who? It made me so angry. Like, every, <laughs> and so did most of what's happening in this storyline. And basically, the main thing with hair, what you find out through the lawyers' questioning, is that Matthew, like the episodes have been tending down in the numbers for the last two weeks. Yeah. Corresponding with her breaking up with him. Yeah. And he's like really upset because she doesn't come around anymore and he needs her presence to write She's well. She's a muse or whatever. Yeah. Um, ugh. I, ugh. I get so mad at anything about like fucking muses and i feel like that's what she's like turning into where at least at the beginning it was like okay she's also fucking talented she's useless now yeah she's useless although i will say i think her julia roberts was pretty solid that was in the last episode they flash back to her and she's like what what, do you have any voices whatever you can do and she does a pretty solid julia roberts yeah (laughs) in the beginning of the show she was the number one female comedian in the country whatever and like deservedly so she was funny she could do all the voices she could sing and now she's just kind of around she's just like a prop that matthew perry has feelings about yeah, and, and then on. she like at the last literally the only thing she's done in the last like four episodes is a dolphin noise. Yeah. That's it. So that is the extent of her comedic abilities at this point. Yeah, and like even in the the movie with the Russian roulette scene, which that's Luke is keeping her late and she can't come right. to rehearse because they're having to film this scene over and over again. And she just and, like Yeah, because they're they they're supposed to have a deal where she leaves by a certain time to yeah. get to the TV show so that they can both use her or whatever. And uh, he's Luke's being pissy. He won't let her leave. And he keeps, like, reshooting, reshooting. And there's a moment where, like, he says some shit about Matthew Perry. Like, he's like goes, like, he's arrogant, controlling, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I would never, like, I can't let you talk about him like that. Uh, and she's like, because he would never screw with somebody and keep work three hours of overtime just to, just to yeah. mess with you. I was like, like two weeks ago, he spent like ten thousand dollars to yeah. keep you from having a date. So let's not talk. Like he would one hundred percent do that, and and like ten times worth. Yeah, they're uh, both fucking petty as shit. Yeah, yeah, and like letting this bullshit get in the way of their fucking jobs, which are really hard to do. And, <laughs> and people who like try their hardest can't even do them well. And you're yeah. fucking around. Yeah, yeah, it just made me so mad. And there's mad. like fifty. You're also that's a major motion picture set. There's like thirty people you have to keep paying overtime for. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just insane. And then at the end, like she shows up, and she like goes like he was upstairs. He never comes. She never comes around up here yeah. anymore. He goes up. She goes upstairs. She's like okay. He he keeps trying to work out some line that I don't. He's like keeps like saying this line from a sketch over and over, and he can't yeah. figure out what the joke is because no one can because there's no joke. It's there. a mystery. It, he just keeps saying, "But professor, it's a single cell paramecium." Yeah. Over and over. Just clearly, like, written with no sketch in mind. Just yeah, like, this just sounds a, like it's a funny, funny thing yeah, to yeah. say out of Para, context. Paramecium sounds funny. Sure. Uh, since she sees him and he's like, I'm kind of stuck on this line. She's like, well, give me a minute. I'll come back and try to get you unstuck. And then, like, I guess she kisses him. And then that's the end of the episode. And I don't, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I do not care. any of it. Uh, they have gotten rid of literally everything that is interesting at this point. Yeah. No Stephen Weber in the two episodes. There's no TV production. No. None of this is about producing television or writing television The only thing that was way. sort of about it was in the last episode where they're cutting sketches from the dress. Yeah, that's, that's it. Like, that's and like that's like five, the... That's background in 30 yeah, second Yeah, that's like the ninth plot down. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. F story. Like At best. Yeah. Uh, yeah, these two episodes were wildly yeah. disappointing. I'm sad. Like, I wish I had more interesting stuff to say about them, There's but they were nothing. so there, boring. Yeah, they're, like, I don't, 
I have I kind of part of me wanted to start watching the next episode just in the hopes that it's going to be better so I can get myself You're into still it hanging again. on but fuck man I, I could not bring <laughs> myself to do it because it's just it's poor yeah I'm sorry guys I at the <laughs> beginning I like I love to hate this at the beginning yeah. and now it's just like it's I don't even it's not have actively enough... bad enough to enjoy watching yeah I don't have enough uh like even feeling about it to like <laughs> yeah, hate yeah, it anymore yeah, yeah. it's just happening and right. I'm watching it <laughs> and I'm just kind of and forced. it's continuing to happen well, luckily there's only six more episodes God I think damn yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well yeah uh but we'll get through it pretty quick <laughs> uh anything you want to plug uh, we'll make it. This will go out tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm on uh, Pass the Mic at 10.30 at the New Movement on Friday. Nice. And I'm doing Chortle Portal at 7 on Saturday. And when isn't your, doesn't the thing start this week? Yeah. Well, next week. Oh, uh, next week. ATX okay. Uncensored is September 28th, 9.45. On, on the CW. Yeah, so watch that. Yeah. Uh, every day. And then on uh, Saturdays, we're on NBC at like after SNL. Oh, that's So awesome. watch that. Good. Do that. Uh, I will come to UT next weekend. Uh, for the last for kids benefit, and then I'm judging a dog beard and mustache competition. <laughs> Wait, yeah. the dogs have beards and mustaches? Yeah. That sounds I'm great. super excited. I saw somebody <laughs> post about it on Twitter, and I immediately just started. It's like, internet, I want to judge this. Make it happen. Oh, that's uh, great. So I'm very happy that's about awesome. that. That's um, awesome. The 26th. There's a benefit for, like, Awesome Pets Alive. Where is it? Set Mohawk. That's awesome. So come out to Real that. Fun. That's a beard and mustache thing. Uh, Oklahoma City on September 30th at William Rogers Theater. Uh, Dallas. Oh, uh, I'm in Dallas this weekend, Sunday, the 21st at Hyenas, I believe, with the NBC Diversity Showcase. I'm hosting that, so come out. And uh, I'm sorry, guys. Just keep watching. We'll (laughs) We'll see you next week. We'll see you next time.